ladies and gentlemen, the world is about to change in a very big and dramatic way. And no, I'm not talking about the Russia-Ukraine conflict with other countries now being pulled in and sending missiles and jets and hundreds of billions and all that sort of thing. Although that is a kind of sideline to what we're going to talk about today. Now, what I would love for you to do is to drop in the comments after you've watched the video as to whether you think this is a positive or a negative change. Recently then, we talked about the BRICS currency. That's your Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And I said that what I think they're going to do is create their own currency. This is one of the reasons for the very rapid pilot programs of their central bank digital currency linked to a social credit score in China, combined with the huge amounts of purchases of gold to create reserves for the new, new currency, as it were. But really, this is just the tip of the iceberg when I've been talking about this. And today, I want to focus predominantly on what lies underneath the tip, what is brewing underwater, as it were. And over the last week or two, where we saw the, all the Western media focused on this, for me, a, a non-story, and that was the arrest of former president of the USA. And everyone's talking about this. It doesn't matter who it is. Everyone's talking about this and, you know, it's the big story and not even mentioning the major, there were about a dozen major events that were going on around the world at the time. Everything from millions of people in the streets in Paris protesting. Some of those, a small pocket, were rioting, burning down buildings, over a thousand police officers injured. It was a serious event. And yet all the media was focused on this, you know, arrest of Trump and everything else, which was a massive distraction from, from what is actually going on right now and what took place. So we had the Russia-China meeting and we covered that and we covered how they said that change is taking place right now and we're the drivers of this change. These changes haven't taken place in a hundred years, etc., etc. So we already talked about that. Now, what are they talking about? What do they actually mean when they say and they talk about this change? Well, a big story that happened just last week, the media hasn't covered it. When it was asked on the politicians' um, questions in different countries, they say it has absolutely no relevance on us. We don't even see it as important in any way. Actually, it is very important. And this was an alliance that was formed between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm not going to focus the video on, on this alliance. I'm just going to talk about it a little bit because there's a lot more I need to inform you of and prepare you for as to what I think is coming. Now, the reason this is so important, and I, I don't understand why the media isn't picking up on this, is that Iran and Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia was the United States proxy in the region. And they armed Saudi Arabia with huge amounts. I mean, let me just pull up the, the numbers here. Here we go. So the USA sold to Saudi Arabia. So in 2017, a $350 billion weapons and armaments deal was created, which runs through to 2027. And this was on top of a number of other things. So the US sold just seven months ago in August of 2022, $5 billion of Patriot missiles, high altitude missiles. And remember in 2011, 
they sold 84 F-15 fighter jets and they refurbished another 70 of their fighter jets. Now, when you actually read why they did this, why the US would sell that kind of weapons to Saudi Arabia, they said because they want to weaken the presence of Iran in the region and then we had all the sanctions against Iran. Again, that was the weaponization of the US dollar, just like we've seen against Russia. Um, you've seen this in other countries, these sanctions that are going about. Well, that all works quite well when you don't have an alliance forming on the other side of the world. And this alliance is getting stronger and stronger. So the other thing you've got to bear in mind, Iran and Saudi Arabia, you have Sunni Muslims and you have Shiite Muslims who a lot of people say are sworn enemies. Well, kind of, they're definitely not best friends. I think that's an easier way to describe it. So for them to come together and now say they form this alliance and the USA just brushed it off as no big deal. Well, actually it is kind of a big deal because now the um, Saudi and Iran are applying to join BRICS. And it's not just them. There is a huge amount of other countries right now that are applying to join BRICS. The US keeps shrugging this off and so does NATO saying, it doesn't matter if these countries join BRICS and they uh, align militarily because they're just small countries, they haven't got powerful military, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but where have we heard that before in history where one nation is very powerful and they say, well, these are just tribes, you know, these little tribes all over the place, they don't mean anything. But then when the tribes unite, they're able to overthrow a bigger superpower. And yet another story we're seeing this week is this big focus. Kamala Harris, vice president of the USA, is in Africa visiting three African nations right now because she's trying to build these this strength. Because remember, Biden tried to build the strength in Saudi and the crown prince was quite insulting to him. And he said he doesn't care about Biden's opinion. He's not going to be pressured by him to sell more oil or, or anything like that. So this has really weakened the UA, uh, USA's position. Now, there's a lot of other things going on. The USA has stopped putting pressure on India now, who agreed to buy um, the oil. So they're taking up the slack of Russian energy and they're doing the trade in rupees. So remember, all of this was done in dollars before. A lot of these other countries were, and that's why it's called the petrodollar, uh, petroleum, oil. A lot of these other countries are now trading outside of the US dollar. Now, let me tell you why this is a big problem for the US. Eventually, if this alliance grows and grows and grows, and they start trading in, say, yuan instead, all of those dollars are going to fly back to the USA. And this is why I keep warning all of my American subscribers be very careful with just holding tons and tons of dollars. So yes, the US dollar is still the reserve currency and with the euro combined, it accounts for a lot of the global trade, but it is weakening. And you can see on the charts, it's been weakening now for a number of years. And this whole weaponization of the dollar against certain countries, especially like Russia, which is a huge player in the world, although people don't seem to think they are, they actually are because of the BRICS alliance. And it's not just the BRICS alliance. You also have these other alliances. So what do we have? We have Gulf Cooperation Council, the GCC. We have the North-South Transport Corridor, the NSTC. 
Um, and then all these other abbreviations you don't need to know. But Kenya is another country, again, I'm waiting for this to be officially confirmed, that's saying that they're going to move away from the US dollar and they're going to start buying oil in an alternative, preferably the, the shilling, which is their currency. But coming back to uh, Kamala Harris in Africa anyway, this is because there was a big conference. I think it was about 40 nations, I believe. Yeah, it was 40 countries. This was called the Russia Africa in a multipolar world. So this is big conference and Russia wrote off a lot of debt. I think it was sort of $20 billion of African nations debt. Um, it's obvious why would you write debt off? You want to build that goodwill, the law of reciprocity. You want to kind of build that goodwill and build those strong ties and better relationships and things like that. But even the Middle Eastern trade with the United States, I mean, this is a key point. It has declined from $120 billion pre the lockdown period, so 2019, to just $82 billion in 2021. We don't have the, the figures yet for 22. So that alone, before all these other things that had changed, has declined by one third. So the trade has declined by one third. Now, you think a lot of the treasure, and it's not this simple, but I'm just giving you a simple example. If you think that a lot of these treasury bills get offloaded, go back to the USA, and the dollar does start to weaken as a lot of these other countries just send the dollars back, what do you think is going to happen to inflation in the USA? What you've seen so far is nothing compared to what it will be. Again, mathematics, it will be, even if this takes a decade or two decades to happen, eventually the US will have to come off the dollar, otherwise they'll become a Weimar Republic. They will have hyperinflation from all of these dollars going back. And another reason you haven't seen high inflation in the USA during this period is because the US has actually exported all of that inflation around the world. So other countries have taken on the US inflation, as crazy as that is. Now, China is also strengthening their economic ties and trade ties, not just in Africa. I remember as a soldier, gosh, you're going back 10, 15 years now, being in different African uh, countries and traveling around, exercises, training exercises and things, and always seeing Chinese engineers and geologists and what, whatever else they were doing everywhere. They were everywhere surveying mountains and minerals and all sorts of things. So they've had a massive head start on this. So for the US now to go to three countries and even that, if you actually read the non-Western reports, which I have now, the Western reports say that she's building these you know, relationships and strengthening it. But if you read some of the actual uh, and listen to some of the people on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook and things like that. These are people from those countries saying it's too little too late. The US only wants to come over here now because they want to, you know, there's this new power grab where China's coming in. Now the US wants to come in and do this big power grab in Africa and all of this. So again, it depends who you listen to, but it's definitely not how the media's portraying it anyway. So China is strengthening their relations and they're now the largest trading partner to Egypt, Iran, Jordan, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, United Arab Emirates. But the other thing this has happened, this is really the big one then, China has just secured their oil flow, which is what they need, from Saudi Arabia and Iran in one fell swoop of brokering this peace deal. Now, the other thing which isn't really being talked about is that 
this might bring to a close this proxy war that's going on in Yemen. So if you don't understand what I mean by that, this has been raging now for a long, long time. In fact, I haven't even followed it for a long time now, so I don't even know the, the most accurate information. But you've had opposing forces in Yemen, that was Iran and Saudi Arabia, who were constantly uh, fighting there. So this peace deal should bring a close to a lot of that if it actually all goes through, as they've said. And the other reason this is really strengthening at the moment is because Saudi Arabia has just gone forward with a $3.6 billion refinery deal. So this is Saudi Aramco buying 10% of Rongsheng Petrochemical Company. So this is one of China's biggest petroleum refineries. So there's a lot going on here. You're having these new relationships that are forming. But the other crucial thing with this in terms of joining BRICS, so you've got Iran who want to join BRICS, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, Indonesia, Mexico, and this is why you're seeing a lot of the conflict now. The US is saying, we want to you know, send in the military to Mexico to deal with these cartels. Yeah, of course, that's the reason. Mexico wants to join BRICS, and that would not be good for the US. Turkey as well wants to join UAE, Algeria, Bahrain, Egypt, and we have three African nations. Interesting that Kamala Harris is in three African nations right now. Now, the next thing we need to talk about is the petro bricks. So no longer the petro dollar, but the petro bricks, because they have been creating this new, it's called a, the New Development Bank. And, you know, you can watch the videos online and they got a fancy video and all this. In fact, let me play you a little clip of it here. New Development Bank. Created by BRICS countries to support economic growth across BRICS countries and beyond. The first multilateral development bank built by developing economies for developing economies. So what they're trying to do here is create this development fund which is opposing or competition to the IMF and the World Bank. So they say it's created by developing nations for developing nations. And actually Egypt has just become a member of this BRICS new development bank. And you've also got to remember that BRICS accounts for 42% of the world's population right now. And this is without all of these new countries that want to join. And I forgot to mention, Biden has actually announced uh, severe consequences for Saudi Arabia. This just came out this week. Brazil and Argentina, remember, they announced a new common currency in February as well. This is also to bypass the US dollars. And they're talking about actually minimizing some of their treasuries that they're holding because they don't want to be sanctioned by the US if they do join BRICS. So you're going to see a lot of these countries that are holding US dollars start to actually lower their reserves because it's not just the weaponization of the dollar against other nations. Actually, the dollar is weaponized all the time anyway by um, exporting their inflation. But not just that. You've seen it a lot of times where some sort of policy will be done by the Fed and that policy has ripple effects right the way around the world. So when the dollar rises, for example, in strength, this really affects the developing nations because if their debt is dollar denominated, well, now that debt is a lot more expensive to actually cover. Not only that, we've now seen China officially announce, whereas before, and I think we all knew this anyway, 
before they said, no, no, we don't want to be the reserve currency. That's not our goal. We just want to be a currency. Well, now they've sort of officially announced or semi-officially announced that they do want to be the reserve currency. They want yuan to be the reserve currency, but they're still hinting towards a BRICS um, gold-backed, I think, CBDC, but we'll, we'll actually see how that plays out. But I was just looking at the military statistics of BRICS versus NATO and how this would change, actually, if a lot of these other countries join. And I, I do think it would make somewhat of an impact, even though if you look at these military comparison <laughs> websites, they're quite funny. They're completely biased. You can see certain countries where, let's say, it's 90% and the other country, when they do a comparison, and this country's 10%, and it's that all the way down. Then at the end, they'll say, actually, this country's the stronger one. Some of them are just absolutely very, very strange. But if Saudi Arabia and Iran do join the BRICS then, which is looking like they're going to, they have a combined $50 billion defense budget. And remember, Saudi has a lot of advanced US weaponry already. They bring 1,500 aircraft, 400 helicopters, 5,000 tanks, 150,000 armored vehicles. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on, plus their oil production. And a lot of people talk about the oil production in terms of being weaponized. Well, you've also got to bear in mind the USA produces huge amounts of oil. People don't often talk about this. And if a lot of the policies that are going on at the moment were reversed, the USA could even release a lot more oil. So there's no issues for the USA in terms of oil. This is just a sort of media fabrication that the USA has an oil problem. They don't. They actually have huge, enormous reserves of oil. But even if a lot of these other countries join, like UAE and Argentina, Turkey and Egypt, this would bring tens of thousands, in fact, hundreds of thousands uh, more uh, equipment on board as well. So it's not quite the way the media makes out as if, you know, the BRICS and if all these other countries join, it wouldn't make any difference militarily whatsoever. Uh, actually, it would. It would. It would not be a good situation. Let's just say that it would not be good at all. And then finally, then we talked about the SCO. Well, these are some of their partners, China, India, Iran, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Pakistan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Cambodia, Egypt, Nepal, Qatar, Sri Lanka, Turkey, Belarus, Mongolia. This is the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. So ladies and gents, this is not the way it is being portrayed and not the way the media is making out. This is actually a pretty serious event What's going on in Ukraine is, I don't think it's too outrageous to say, is a proxy war at the moment with NATO on one side, with Russia on the other. But actually, this could, it could get a lot bigger than what we're seeing. It won't just be Russia. If the BRICS nations were to get involved in this, if it, or if NATO got involved, and then the BRICS nations got involved because of their ties with Russia, well, you know what that would end up with. So a pretty sort of in-depth but serious discussion today. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I said at the beginning of this video that the world is about to change. And I would like for you to drop a comment below 
as to if you think I've missed anything here, I'd love to see any additional thoughts you have. And what do you actually think is going to happen? What is the timeline that you think this is going to um, play out over in terms of the financial issues, the change of reserve currency status from the USA to most probably China or a BRICS currency? What do you see in terms of the conflict going on in that region? And do you see some of the things that I'm seeing? So drop your comment below. And apart from that, thank you for watching today. Take care. God bless. I will see you tomorrow for the walk and talk.